everyone. Thanks for coming back to the Preacher Chick podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and we are reading the Bible together every day this year. Today is day 117, and we are continuing to read through the book of Isaiah. Today we're reading Isaiah 36 through 38, as well as Psalm 117. So let's get going. In the 14th year of King Hezekiah, King Sennacherib of Assyria attacked all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. When the king of Assyria sent his royal spokesman along with a massive army from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem, the Assyrians stood near the conduit of the upper pool by the road to the launderer's field. Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, who was in charge of the palace, Shivna, the court secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the court historian, came out to him. The royal spokesman said to them, Tell Hezekiah, the great king, the king of Assyria, says this, What are you relying on? You think mere words are strategy and strength for war? Who are you now relying on that you have rebelled against me? Look, you are relying on Egypt, the splintered reed of a staff that will pierce the hand of anyone who grabs it and leans on it. This is the Pharaoh king of Egypt. It, this is how Pharaoh king of Egypt is to all who rely on him. Suppose you say to me, we rely on the Lord our God. Isn't he the one whose high places and altars Hezekiah has removed, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, you are to worship at this altar. Now make a deal with my master, the king of Assyria. I will give you 2,000 horses if you are able to supply riders for them. How then can you drive back a single officer among the least of my master's servants? How can you rely on Egypt for chariots and horsemen? Have I attacked this land to destroy it without the Lord's approval? The Lord said to me, attack this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim, Shebna, and Joah said to the royal spokesman, Please speak to your servants in Aramaic, since we understand it. Don't speak to us in Hebrew, within earshot of the people who are on the wall. This cracks me up because there's a hint of sass and snark and sarcasm in the, sarcasm in the response. But the royal spokesman replied, Has my master sent me to speak these words to your master and to you and not to the men who are sitting on the wall who are destined with you to eat their own excrement and drink their own urine? Then the royal spokesman stood and called out loudly in Hebrew, (laughs) listen to the words of the great king, the king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Don't let Hezekiah deceive you, for he cannot rescue you. Don't let Hezekiah persuade you to rely on the Lord, saying, the Lord will certainly rescue us. This city will not be handed over to the kings of Assyria. Now, I know I said it cracked me up because there's that sarcasm in there, and there is. But the truth is that, like, this messenger is delivering a false message. We have got to be careful and learn how to discern truth from lies. And sometimes the lies come from people we're supposed to listen to. And we just have to be very careful and pay attention to these things. The man continues on. Don't listen to Hezekiah, for this is what the king of Assyria says. And you almost want to be like, king of Assyria has not done anything good for us yet. Why would we believe this? Anyway, uh, the king of Assyria says, make peace with me and surrender to me. Then every one of you may eat from his own vine and his own fig tree and drink water from his own cistern until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards. Beware that Hezekiah does not mislead you by saying, the Lord will rescue us. Has any one of the gods of the nations rescued his land from the power of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? 
Where are the gods of Sepharvaim? Have they rescued Samaria from my power? Who among all the gods of these lands ever rescued this land from my power? So will the Lord rescue Jerusalem from my power? But they kept silent. They didn't say anything for the king's command was don't answer him. Then Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, who was in charge of the palace, Shubna, the court secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the court historian, came to Hezekiah with their clothes torn and reported to him the words of the royal spokesman. When King Hezekiah heard the report, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, and went to the Lord's temple. He sent Eliakim, who was in charge of the palace, Shebna, the court secretary, and the leading priests who were wearing sackcloth to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amoz. They said to him, this is what Hezekiah says. Today is a day of distress, rebuke, and disgrace. It is as if children have come to the point of birth and there is no strength to deliver them. Perhaps the Lord your God will hear all the words of the royal spokesman whom his master, the king of Assyria, sent to mock the living God and will rebuke him for the words that the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, offer a prayer for the surviving remnant. So the servants of King Hezekiah went to Isaiah, who said to them, Tell your master, the Lord says this, don't be afraid, because of the words you have heard with which the king of Assyria's attendants have blasphemed me. I am about to put a spirit in him, and he will hear a rumor and return to his own land, where I will cause him to fall by the sword. When the royal spokesman heard that the king of Assyria had pulled out of Lachish, he left and found him fighting against Libna. The king had heard concerning King Tiraka of Cush, he set out to fight against you. So when he heard this, he sent messengers to Hezekiah saying, say this to King Hezekiah of Judah. Don't let your God on whom you rely deceive you by promising that Jerusalem won't be handed over to the king of Assyria. Look, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the countries. They completely destroyed them. Will you be rescued? Did the gods of the nations that my predecessors destroyed rescue them, Gozan, Haran, Rezeph, and the Edomites, and Telassar? Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad, the king of the city of Sepharvaim, Hena, or Iva? Hezekiah took the letter from the messenger's hands, read it, then went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. Lord of armies, God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you are God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You made the heavens and the earth. Listen closely, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Hear all the words that Sennacherib has sent to mock the living God. Lord, it is true that the kings of Assyria have devastated all these countries and their lands. They have thrown their gods into the fire, for they were not gods, but made from wood and stone by human hands. So they have destroyed them. Now, Lord our God, save us from his power so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Lord, are God, you alone. Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a message to Hezekiah. The Lord, the God of Israel, says, Because you prayed to me about King Sennacherib of Assyria, this is the word the Lord has spoken against him. Virgin daughter Zion despises you and scorns you. Daughter Jerusalem shakes her head behind your back. Who is it you have mocked and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Against the Holy One of Israel. You have mocked the Lord through your servants. You've said, with my many chariots, I've gone up to the heights of the mountains, to the far recesses of Lebanon. I cut down its tallest cedars, its choicest, its choice cypress trees. I came to its distant heights, its densest forest. I dug wells and drank water in foreign lands. I dried up all the streams of Egypt with the soles of my feet. Have you not heard? I designed it long ago. I planned it in days gone by. 
I have now brought it to pass, and you have crushed the fortified cities into piles of rubble. Their inhabitants have become powerless, dismayed, and ashamed. They are plants of the field, tender grass, grass on the rooftops, blasted by the east wind. But I know you're sitting down, you're going out, and you're coming in, and you're raging against me. Because you're raging against me and your arrogance have reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth. I will make you go back the way you came, just like you would do a horse. Hook, bit, lead. <laughs> this will be the sign for you. This year, you will eat what grows on its own, and in the second year, what grows from that. But in the third year, sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. The surviving remnant of the house of Judah will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For a remnant will go out from Jerusalem and survivors from Mount Zion. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city, shoot an arrow here, come before it with a shield, or build up a siege ramp against it. He will go back the way he came, and he will not enter the city. This is the Lord's declaration. I will defend this city and rescue it for my sake and for the sake of my servant David. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of Assyrians. When the people got up the next morning, there were all the dead bodies. So King Sennacherib of Assyria broke camp and left. He returned home and lived in Nineveh. One day, while he was worshiping in the temple of his god, Nisroch, his sons Adremelech and Sherezer, struck him down with a sword and escaped to the land of Ararat. Then his son, Esarhaddon, became king in his place. In those days, Hezekiah became terminally ill. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, came to and said to him, This is what the Lord says. Set your house in order, for you're about to die. You will not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. He said, Please, Lord, remember how I've walked before you faithfully and wholeheartedly and have done what pleases you. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord God of your ancestors, David, says, I've heard your prayer, I've seen your tears. Look, I'm going to add 15 years to your life, and I will rescue you and this city from the grasp of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city. This is the sign to you from the Lord that he will do what he's promised. I'm going to make the sun's shadow that goes down on the stairway of Ahaz go back 10 steps. So the sun's shadow went back 10 steps, the 10 steps it had descended. A poem by King Hezekiah of Judah after he had been sick and recovered from his illness. I said in the prime of my life, I must go to the gates of Sheol. I am deprived of the rest of my years. I said, I will never see the Lord. Or I said, yeah, I said, I will never see the Lord, the Lord in the land of the living. I will not look on humanity any longer with the inhabitants of what is passing away. My dwelling is plucked up and removed from me like a shepherd's tent. I have rolled up my life like a weaver. He cuts me off from the loom. By nightfall, you make an end of me. I thought until morning, he will break all my bones like a lion. By nightfall, you make an end of me. I chirp like a swallow or a crane. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak looking upward. Lord, I'm oppressed. Support me. What can I say? He has spoken to me. And he himself has done it. I walk along slowly all my years because of the bitterness of my soul. Lord, by such things people live, and in every one of them my spirit finds life. You have restored me to health and yet and let me live. Indeed, it was for my own well-being that I had such intense bitterness. But your love has delivered me from the pit of destruction, for you have thrown all my sins behind your back. For Sheol cannot thank you, death cannot praise you. 
Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your faithfulness. The living, only the living can thank you as I do today. A father will make you will make your faithfulness known to children. The Lord is ready to save me. We will play stringed instruments all the days of our lives at the house of the Lord. Now Isaiah had said, let them take, take a lump of pressed figs and apply it to his infected skin so that he may recover. And Hezekiah asked, what is the sign that I will go up to the Lord's temple? And now for Psalm 117. It's kind of an odd spot to just kind of end today especially after we've been reading like five or six chapters in Isaiah a day today, we'll to only have three, but to, it, to end kind of like that, but that's all right. <laughs> this is a short one for Psalm 17 as well. Two verses. Praise the Lord, all nations, glorify him, all peoples for his faithful love to us is great. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Hallelujah. Have a great day. See you back here tomorrow for day 118.